see we are here. See this place is shallow. Did Tito jump into the water? Yes, he did. Did he cause everyone else to now start swimming and jumping into the water? Yes, he did. And it's just like, oh, okay. I had even renewed my tie. Like, I don't know whether I was using it as a Like, I think about it now and I'm like, who, who are you? <laughs> I even I'm trying to understand who is that? Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Ebu Jaime Tiachil. Let's go. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. And then one more time. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Welcome to the CIS Podcast, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope this Monday morning finds you delighted to listen to our CIS Podcast. Yep. And by Monday morning, I meant the day you're listening because who knows which morning it was when we were recording. Who knows which day, which time, which hour. Not even the son was only the father knows. I'm kidding. I'm really kidding about that. Uh, it's so lovely to be in the studio. I, I think we already said back in the studio enough times in all the previous episodes of this season. So now so this time we're just here. We're just here in the <laughs> studio. Uh, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah. So well, you, I even forgot what I was supposed to say after this. <laughs> <laughs> because you're not back in the studio. I think so. It's because I'm just in the studio. Oopsie. <laughs> well, I am just, uh, I'll be your host for today as I butchered all the trains of thought that exist out there. My <laughs> name is Mr. TK and I'm joined by the one and only Tia Chill. Happy to be on this episode with you, TK. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now, you know, it hit me, uh, on one of our previous episodes, we actually came up with our own song. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how it goes. Where is your boy? Where, where is your boy? A boy joining me to your chill. Where is your boy? Where, where is your boy? is your boy? Yeah, you know, you know how we do this. So, on this week's segment of Where is your boy? Um, I know we have editors who would perhaps desire to push their own sound there. No, no, no. This one, leave it to us. We as the pod hosts, we got you. Yeah, yeah. So, where is your boy? Tiachel, do you have any idea where your boy could be? Actually, um, I think it's always best to start with where he has been. So, last I checked, um, mm-hmm. we left him at, uh, it's your boy, your. <laughs> it's your boy, your. Um, right. So, it's your boy, er, Eritrea. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and the plot was that he was coming down um both the Nile and the Red Sea. <laughs> right. So um by now I think maybe Djibouti. Mm, okay. And does that count as DJ? <laughs> J- not DJ. It's it's a J. J. <laughs> it's your boy J. Your boy J. <laughs> um so I think he's in Djibouti, but as because I actually think at this time he's not in the interior of the country, he's actually in the water. And I'll tell uh-huh. you what. So in Djibouti's, you know, Waters. water territory. Yeah. yeah. In the actual Red Sea, I guess. It's not the Indian Ocean by then. Uh, we are getting there. We are okay. getting there. <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah. <laughs> it's mid-water. Yeah. The Bible says that... Uh, the Red Sea, like Hebrew could also say Sea of Reeds, 
So I'm curious if there's reads like right from GP. Mm, that's interesting. I didn't yeah. know that. Well, as you mentioned last week or last time or last last week, um, learn a little. So there we go. On today's yeah. segment of learn a little, there we go. <laughs> Uh, indeed, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So let me start by uh, asking myself a question. <laughs> Go ahead. I like. I like. I like that already. Yeah. Um, TK, is it safe to assume that you've probably uh, the word peer pressure was immortalized in your head when you were like in class six? Yeah, I think it's safe to make that assumption. I mean. Mm. What do you mean by that? What do I mean by peer pressure or immortalized in my head? Immortalized in your head. Ah, it's, it's all those phrases I've been using in the past year or so that I wonder uh, if it's accurate. But it just means that it's it's something I can hear, for lack of a better word, in my head, like all the time. I can even picture maybe which teacher said it. You know, mm. peer pressure, peer pressure. That's what I mean in this particular context. But just yeah. something that's just it's always in your in your head. Um I can, like for example, I can remember when I was in high school in my first year of high school, how the specific or the class prefect used to say keep quiet. And it was not keep quiet, it was keep quiet. So that one's also immortalized in my head. I just <laughs> I feel like that's so universal. Because even I remember it like that. Yeah. Mm. No, yeah, it's okay. It's all good. So but I don't want us to start from there. We'll start from here, there. Let's hear more, there, more, everywhere, more, more, so. <laughs> yeah. You know, this is my question to you, Tisha. Do you think peer pressure is actually a thing? Um, yeah. I, I have, and I say okay. yes because I have no reason to think of it being not a thing. Does that even make sense? <laughs> like, I have no evidence for it. It makes other so side, much sense. So until proven guilty, it is an innocent thing that exists. Cool. Um, do you think there could be both positive and negative peer pressure? I feel like that's a leading question. Okay. Not that it means it can't be answered. Yeah, I don't think I have another. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have another way to reframe that question. Because um, I think the question states both you know, almost both the facts, and there is positive and negative peer mm. pressure. Do you think there's neutral peer pressure, though? Or is everything skewed? Skewed. Uh, <laughs> um, thanks for asking me a question. Because I, I, I realize that when I host, I can forget to ask myself questions. Thanks for asking me. I appreciate it. Um, I got you. I'm actually currently unsure. Perhaps the, I think it's skewed. Okay. Probably. Yeah. Mm. All right. Um, but then just to confirm, uh, did you also like hear that word repetitively when you were in primary school? Yes. Um, though I can't pinpoint it to a year it's, or a teacher. Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, or that's anything fine. like that's that. It's just something that came up in primary school and, you know, went on throughout. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you think Tia Chill has experienced being peer pressured? Let me throw back the question at you and ask you, is there any human 
who has been around peers because they're humans who may mm-hmm. have not been around peers. I guess yeah. it's a possible scenario. Um, yeah. Do you think there's a human who has been around peers that has not experienced peer pressure? Uh, well, let me answer that question by giving you an example. Okay. Currently, your boy is being peer pressured. Ask me why. Why? He's in the Red Sea. <laughs> Is that more like sea pressure? I know, I know, but I, I, yeah, I, I had to say that. So, yeah. Maybe the question is, what is peer pressure? What is this thing that we are saying we've experienced or not? Right. I mean, okay, but now on a serious note, to answer your actual question, yeah, probably it would be very difficult to find that a human being has been around peers and hasn't experienced some sort of pressure. Yeah. Um. So what is peer pressure? Um. Pressure from your peer group. <laughs> so that means you can experience peer pressure as a baby all the way to, you know, old age. I believe so. Because you can have peers at every, yeah. every stage and every age. Every st- yeah. So why is it that I talk about, and sorry for taking over, I just really had a certain passion. But why do we only discuss it during adolescence? Is there something that happens in adolescence that, you know, turns on the peer pressure valve? Haha. <laughs> Physics people are there, pressure valve. Thanks. Okay. Thank you. As in, as in, what you know, that was well. Again, I found yeah. from the back. We actually don't sit in the same room. Never have. Mm. So there's some pressure going on between the two of you. <laughs> okay. That's good. That's good. Right. Um, hey, now, you know, the problem with. Uh, regurgitating facts is that mm-hmm. I'm like I haven't checked this button with like this. Um when I was in uni and I, I took a class on developmental psychology. And yeah. Hey, hey. Okay. 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 Podium. <laughs> have you heard? <laughs> that is the case. We have a resident expert on the podcast, just in case you are thinking this is just like a Gallaria podcast. Uh, one of mana. Go ahead, Mr. Psychology. I feel like there were there were two guys who had stages of development. Mm-hmm. I think one of them was Eric Erickson. And of course you remember because his name is so you know, it's meant for you to remember. Mm-hmm. His name is Eric Erickson. So I don't think you can forget. Yeah, so you see I can't remember the other guy. Yeah, unfortunately. Okay. So now I can't remember what I learned. Okay. But anyway, well, that is if I'm not, you know, uh, told some alternative facts in the <laughs> process of this podcast. I hope you got, did you get the reference? Alternative facts? Yeah. Oh, there's a time. Uh, former U.S. president used that to, to say it's not a lie. It's an oh, never heard of that. Yeah. Well, I think it's okay. You're doing well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so I think, anyway, I mean, I wish I could remember and confirm, but here we are. So so all this uh, journey to try to answer your question, mm-hmm. um, it's that th- there are certain questions that a person asks or grapples with at each stage of their development. Mm-hmm. So, uh, when you're an adolescent, one of them is an identity. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I suppose, um, because I'm, I'm making these suppositions, yeah, mm-hmm. that 
it's maybe it's it's strongly felt there because also the source of authority is shifting a bit from the mm. parents. It now gradually becomes again your peers because mm. who am I? What do they think of me? Is that those are the questions that sometimes appear to be bigger mm. at that stage than perhaps what your parents think of you. Mm. So maybe that's why it's more mentioned when you're an adolescent. I mean, when you're, yeah, an adolescent compared to other ages. I think that makes so much sense in that there can be peer pressure mm. throughout at all ages. But if there's a mm. stage where, you know, other people's influence or opinions concerning yeah. you and who you are, um, mm-hmm. and where you're questioning that, it's likely that, you know, whatever your peers do, because they're also in that stage, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. it's likely to exert, you know, more pressure than say, yeah. you know, you're trying to convince me at 40 and I'm like, eh, I'm going to do my thing, you do your thing. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, cool. Back to you. Um, so, oh, so wait, <laughs> now I can answer your question. Have I experienced peer pressure? Yes, I think we've also established that most of our audience have, likely all of our audience. Okay. Um, and I mean, I have as well. In fact, you say you haven't would be an interesting. Yeah, please. Podiums, in case you haven't, in case I've grossly generalized our podiums and you haven't, please let us know. That would be an interesting yeah. um, conversation to have or, or thing to note. Mm. Um, if you've never mm-hmm. experienced peer pressure, experience being different from succumbing. Yes. That's, that's actually very good. So, Tiachel, uh, if you don't mind, could you share with us like one instance of where you've been peer pressured by friends or family? Can you be peer pressured by family if they're not your peers? Uh, we have my family like, being my cousins who are around <laughs> my age. Like, how strictly uh, are we about peer pressure? <laughs> right. That's a very good question. Uh, I'm messing with you. Um, I know you are. Just something I can remember. Mm, I think primary school um, yeah. is where at least I did not only experience but succumb, and that's why I remember. Those peer experience, I don't know if if there's anything that I would I would retain or recall. Um, mm. And more so when it's negative, <laughs> it creates more of a memory than yeah. otherwise. Um, yeah. So I remember I was a uh, prefect of one of those guys for keep quiet. Um, mm-hmm. um, I was also one of those who was a noisemaker. So I was both. <laughs> I see. The thing is, up to that point, I had perfected the art of, you know, when to keep quiet and write noisemakers and when uh, to be a noisemaker. It's an important life right, skill. That was always my struggle. <laughs> I didn't have it. Yeah, I could do it. Did your school have life skills class, mm. by the way? Mm, okay. No. It's a for another day. No. Um, so, anyway, so mm-hmm. there's this one time, of course, the teacher leaves the room, and, you know, when a teacher leaves, at least in our case, and teacher leaves, the prefect is now in charge. Um, and for some reason, I don't yeah. know what I was doing wrong, but we decided to, you know, be a bit rowdy. And yeah, I was never one of those to stop the fun of the class. I'm more likely to join mm. it. Um, <laughs> so you know how, like, if a class starts get, you know, a teacher leaves, and all of a sudden, from silence, the noise just starts bubbling up like boiling water. Right. 
Um, yeah. And then, yeah, preferred to keep quiet. Yeah, I was the opposite. <laughs> you could probably hear my voice along with the rest. Um, like, anyway, like, so... Shh, make know. noise, make noise. <laughs> I don't think it happened that way, but yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what what exactly we were doing. I don't know if we were throwing balls around in class. There's something we were doing instead of reading primary mm-hmm. English. It was actually in class. Mm-hmm. And um, I had even removed my tie. Like I don't know whether I was using it as a slingshot. Like something really. I think about it now, and I'm like, who, who are you? <laughs> I even I'm trying to understand who is that. Alright, let's get that reference. Um, so yeah, I was doing that because everyone else was. Um, and how could I go against the grain and start what you're writing as makers when we're having so much fun? Um, mm. and then the teacher walked in, stand there, shut and tied and tucked, tie off. Basically, in relation to the rest of the class, I looked like I was the ring leader, which I wasn't. I, I was supposed to be a leader, not the ring oh, leader, oh, a leader oh, one different time. But I wasn't, I wasn't any the leader. leader. <laughs> I just appeared to be one and the wrong right. one. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I got my perfect privileges revoked with immediacy. Um, Boy. and this was like two weeks in. Like, I had, I had been so proud, but anyway. I guess it wasn't meant to be. Um, wasn't meant to be. So yeah, that's that's my one of my yeah pressure experiences that cost me quite a bit. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, side note, you mentioned tie, and I remembered how in primary school, I think in our primary we used to, we used to have the ties that were elastic. Yes. Then from class four, that's when I got the different tie. So do you remember when you learned how to tie a tie? Probably early on, because dad. It was one of those things that dad just had us to do, um, or taught us to do. Mm. Um, also, mm. we didn't have like at this class we transition from elastic to tying a tie. More of that was even, you know, yeah. pressure. Like, oh, you're still wearing the elastic. Exactly. The elastic sure. to yeah. Are you yeah. serious? What? And most of us would have both. That is if just... you're late in the morning and you don't tie a tie, hey. Just on an elastic. Elastic one. It's very convenient. Okay. Mm. As a side note. I also remember a time, but it wasn't in school. I had gone to visit my yeah. cousin. Um and, and I guess here's your question about family and uh-huh. cousins. They are very For go. you definitely. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, anyway, I see you. Um so so we were playing, but the game didn't make sense. It was it was getting a bit it was like evenings, maybe 6 p.m. thereabouts. So uh, we're maybe about five or six boys. So there were these trees that were dropping um, some seeds. I don't know. I actually have no idea how to describe them, but I know you know that I'm a hundred percent like without a doubt. Anyway, so the, the, the guard who, who was like, um, the security guard who was watching over the court, I don't even know how it started, but it's, it's like we were disturbing him and running away mm-hmm. from him. So I mean, when I think about nothing about that game makes sense, as in zero. But all I know is that I don't know if if we're going to like check on where he yeah. was staying, then making noise. Because I don't think we threw anything at him. Then we would run away and try and hide, and then he would try to like get back at mm-hmm. us using those seeds and throw <laughs> them at us. Uh, 
I'm just like, why, like, why, why the heck were we doing that? Mm. Anyway, so as as with all these stories go, yours ended with you not being a prefect. Mine ended with one of those scenes, just very nicely um, passing through over the top of my ear and me feeling so much pain because sometimes uh, I feel like when something small, you know, catches you, it's a bit it's more painful than when the whole thing catches you sometimes mm. because it's trying to force and accuracy just says past the top of my ear and I just feel some pain and I'm like, why, why did I subject myself to just pain but anyway that, that was very early in my life <laughs> this is very before adolescence <laughs> so we're breaking the stereotype <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure for sure ah <laughs> that was mm. funny um cool cool uh you think it's something you should look out for even today the fact that Hopefully, you and I have passed adolescence. Mm, hopefully. Cool. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully. Um, is this something you should still look out for today? The fact that you can still be peer pressure? I think, in addition to adolescence, now studies need to add like adulting as like another stage of peer pressure. Right. Because yeah. now at the whole level of, you know, peer pressure regard, regarding, you know, other education, career, finances. Wow. Um, life I, 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 that thought. I feel like wait, wait, just wait. I feel like I opened a door that I wasn't even ready for. Yeah. Because as you're saying talk, I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, as you are. I see and I mm-hmm. think yeah, once it checks in, it doesn't leave for a while. Um yeah. it's a pressure thing. Um so right. yeah, those of us who, you know, went through it during adolescence and gained, you know, an appreciation of how to deal with peer pressure, especially yeah. That which they don't want to succumb to. Uh, while there are those mm. of us who, you know, just sleep by. Um, I'm not saying yeah. we are one or the other. I haven't quite evaluated. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, so it, it, it can still be a big thing for us, um, even now. Mm. Um, yeah, and especially in those areas that I've mentioned, you know, in terms of what career you get into and how much money you're making and making. are you a Masha guy or not? Like, you know, all those things. Um, you know, it's, allow me to interrupt you. It's just remembering how last week I met a former schoolmate from yeah. primary school um, that I've been seeing around over the past few years. Mm. And she asked me, so what are you doing now? And I mean, I, I, I deflected and asked her what she was doing. Then now when I told her, okay, now I'll answer your question. I was like, that, you know, that, that's the question nowadays when you meet someone. So mm-hmm. what are you doing yeah. now? And I was just, it, it felt so, question that I don't think mm-hmm. I don't want to ask anyone. And that your whole life is going to be evaluated based on Created. that answer. Yeah. Gosh. Ah. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm even thinking about how Perhaps when you're in your adolescence, the, the kind of peer pressure, I mean, it, it, it could be grand, but almost feels like it leans more towards good or bad choices. Yeah. I, know, and I know that's a very, very big generalization, yeah. but I feel like that's, that could be a big part of the extent that you're, you're dealing with there. Mm. But now the stage you're talking about, it's, I, eh, yeah. I feel like it's even internal peer pressure. I know that that sounds like an oxymoron, but hey, we're on the CYS podcast. We deal in oxymoron. We deal in oxymoron. Shout out to episode 26. Yes, completely and totally. But yeah, you know, it almost is like it's internal peer pressure because it might not even be that someone is asking you, but you, you're, you're comparing, you know, just 
the thought just comes to your mind. Mm. Now, I, I remember I finished high school with this person. Look where they are at now. Or we said you need to gather. Look where they are at now. Look. I mean, it, and sometimes it's so subtle. And yo, it's 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 tough, my baby. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry that I asked this question because I'm oops. <laughs> I think it was good for us to to, to realize that yeah, it goes beyond. Actually, and I wonder if we if we'll be saying the same thing um say in five to ten years from now. Um, right. Yeah. In a in a thirties, early thirties, late thirties, mm. um, will be a pressure still be a thing? Will it be now? You know. Yeah. The, what do they call those things? Is it the Kenyan Fatafat? I don't know. There's a name for it. One, six, yeah. The one, two, three, four, five, six things. Yeah, yeah. the Kenyan dream. Yeah, the Kenyan, Kenyan dream. dream. You know how, how you have the American dream, guys? Um, and how, you know, you land in America and it's the dream. Um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. I think the events we've seen lately have, you know, sort of tarnished um, how much yeah. of a dream it is or who exactly gets mm-hmm. to dream and who doesn't. Um, but again, that's a whole other discussion. But yeah, maybe the Kenyan dream becomes more of a of an area for comparison and peer pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms right. of you know how many figures is your salary? Do you have a plot somewhere? Do you have a vehicle? Are you married? Just walk us. Through. I, I don't remember. Yeah, it, just so walk, you us can walk us through it. Okay, Sarah. So the Kenyan dream involves six numbers: number one to number six. Well. I, uh, well, okay, I was going to say one wife, but I guess it also applies the other way, maybe. <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> yeah, one, perhaps. Spouse. So one wife, mm-hmm. two children, one spouse, two children, a three-bedroom house, a four-wheel car, a five-acre piece of land, and a six-figure salary. I would, I would edit one. Um, the one where you said a four-wheel car. Um, I think even a four-wheel drive car. That's what I meant. Um, Thank you. Yeah. I mean, two very different people. <laughs> Things. <laughs> I mean, if if you encounter a three wheel car or a two wheel car, please let me know. Bicycle, bicycle, could be a thing. bicycle. Hey, if you end up making millions out of this idea that I'm giving you someone out there, please. Um, five percent royalties is all I ask for bicycle. It's all you ask for. I see. <laughs> um. So so, but yeah, you're right, Ashley. And and the in the comparison gets so difficult. Yeah, it, it's tough. So maybe let me switch gears. Ha ha ha! In your three-wheel car. In my three-wheel car. <laughs> <laughs> so I switched from gear four to gear three. I mean, I'm not sure I don't know what gears a three-wheel car uses. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, but just also because I'm comfortable not resolving all the trains of thought that we bring up on the podcast. It's something I made peace with a long time ago. Yeah. Ha. Uh, Plot twist. Do you think you have peer pressured people or someone? Oh, definitely. Even mm-hmm. currently, um, I feel like ah. um, I peer pressure. I'm sure you've had, you've, you've listened to our episodes on discipleship. And if you haven't, there are episodes coming up on discipleship. Mm-hmm. Um, just depending where this one releases in the grand scheme of things. Um, and yeah, that's, that's right. an area where I am, you know, very keen. To pressure my mm. peers into shout out to mm. you know we always mention Adamo in regards to English words to use in his writing. Um, I mean, Podium, yeah. uh, it was successful. He submitted his uh, research paper. So hooray for Adamo and the CYS helping with words. 
whether he used any of them, yeah. I don't know, but that wasn't the point. Or not. <laughs> the point was to get him to the end, and he got him to the end. Anyway. Right. Yeah. He's one of those people that I, I pressure in a peer manner um, to be mm. able to work with, with younger people who um, could benefit from his experience, his learnings, and just mm. um, watching in, in his journey. Um, Thing to you know, my fellow hosts on this podcast, and we often have conversations mm. like that, challenging one another um, on various yeah. things. Um, so yes. maybe I'd say currently my peer pressure is more. I I really hope it's more of the positive kind. I mean, positive from mm. my end. I mean, how you receive mm. it could be your own thing. Um, but yes, if I'm to think of negative peer pressure, I mean. Again, the classroom yeah. situation didn't help because I guess as the yeah. prefect, there was some non-verbal peer pressure for if the prefect is doing yeah. it, why not? Um, then even us, we can, yeah. Yeah, I don't think anything ever drastic, but definitely places in just, I'm looking at it as, are there things that have convinced my peers to do or not to do? And the answer is yes. Would mm. I term those as peer pressure? I think so. Um, right. But if that's too broad a definition, then... I don't want you to talk, so you can take that. (laughs) Don't think. (laughs) Okay, that would be appreciated. Um, If I may jump in and say, I mean, for for sure, in fact, I I recall two instances. Um, One when I was much older. (laughs) Then you are now. I was not. (laughs) (laughs) Well, perhaps. Oh, that's a good one. Um, so yeah, I, um, at, at the church I go to, uh, if you access the bathrooms, there's really like a property, uh, opposite of the bathrooms, uh, mm-hmm. an apartment complex that really has an electric fence. So yeah. yeah, I just yeah, pressured my friend into touching. I was like, it can't be on. It's during the day. I mean, it definitely wasn't on, but yeah, my friend just touched the electric fence. No. Um, I suggested we do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's all I have to say. That's as as much disapproval as I can carry. Yeah. Is that a true thing, by the way, that in, during the day they're not on and they're put on at night? I didn't know anything like that. I just thought they're always on. Before I end up spoiling stories for companies that run electric <laughs> fences. <laughs> we would like them to sponsor us, so we will answer this off uh, off the record. Okay. Off the record. Feel free to yeah. sponsor <laughs> any of those companies. <laughs> Man. Um, but also I remember when I was in class seven, mm. I had gone for a camp, a church, um, a children's camp. Yeah. So we had gone to Malindi and there's a day we were, we were on the ocean. We had gone like for a, and it's always fascinated me how as you head towards the coral reef on the Indian ocean, there are sections where it just becomes shallow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what one of those shallow sections, I can't remember what they're called. I think they're called, they are a name. Maybe Starfish Island. I don't know anyway, whatever. But they have a name. Yeah. So I remember we got there and and being in class seven, um, the class sevens are the oldest kids because the class eights are at ropes. So the class sevens are the oldest kids. Yeah. And I remember, so I look at the leaders and the pastors and I'm like, see, we are here. See, this place is shallow. Did Tito jump into the water? Yes, he did. Did he cause everyone else to now start swimming and jumping into the water? Yes, he did. And it's just like, oh. Okay. Have you been That's asked? That's very interesting. Not to... I don't think so. Okay. I think I was curious, 
and I was willing to commit. Now, maybe what I thought of, the shorts I was wearing at that time could serve as swimming trunks. For me, I was fine, but other people who had clothes, clothes, <laughs> I don't know how that story ended for them. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, to to getting to know me some more. Yeah, here we are. yeah, here we are. yeah. I didn't know about classes in you, so I'm glad to be <laughs> learning about you on this podcast. <laughs> just all this to say, um, well, not really all this to say, but just just to turn the conversation another <laughs> gear. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think the Bible has anything to say? Um, the fact that uh, let me get my words right. Well, that has anything to say about influence. Because I think it's fair that peer pressure is basically a concept of having influence. Yeah. Um, that is, if you're the one, you know, peer pressuring other people, another way to put it is yeah. influencing others. Do you think the Bible has something to say about that? I think the first thing that came to mind early on in this conversation was just that verse in Romans of do not be conformed um, to the patterns mm. of this world. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like the world is like the biggest peer pressure ever, like just the world collectively. Right. Um, into you know yeah. this is what a good movie is this is what a good piece of music is this is what um mm-hmm. you know being in control of your life means this is what a healthy planet looks mm-hmm. like this is the kind of diet that you know and all manner of things yeah. this is the kind of economy you should yeah. be striving for this is the kind of mm-hmm. president this is the kind of race this is the all manner of things um that yeah. you try to be shaped into almost by force by the world mm-hmm. um yeah, but that we are cautioned um, uh, in the Bible in that verse. I think it's Romans twelve, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that just says you know, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Um, so yeah, I think that's that's one of those peer pressure carry-ons that hey, I'm not gonna conform um, just because someone mm-hmm. you know is pressuring me to. Um, they are not the ones. Mm-hmm. Um, who are who are able to transform or renew my mind, or who are you know the ones mm-hmm. in actual charge, um, the ones that really I should be the you know I should listen to without question. Um, right. So not to say that you know, I, I won't listen to anyone, um, but being yeah. careful that you know I'm not just conforming because mm-hmm. of pressure, um, mm-hmm. because of of what that verse is. So that's one that comes to mind. You? Right. Okay. I was thinking about how uh, in in the in the first five books of the Bible, yeah. where the Israelites went their journey in the wilderness, how it's it's almost like they were an unspoken wilderness. Mm-hmm. So it's not what what the Moabites said was okay. Have I gonna stop them? Um, and I mean, and I'm struggled about this because I'm not sure if it's linked, but it seems like um, Balaam or Balaam mm-hmm. it is to you, where is to you? Shout out to Shiro. Um, like see, he couldn't curse them, so he blessed them. Then later on, it's, it says, I, and I don't see this with authority, so maybe I shouldn't even mention it. But just how the Moabites now sent their ladies to have influence over the men, mm-hmm. and that's how the men started, like you know, turning away from the very things that God had spoken to them about. So mm-hmm. I'm just seeing, I'm seeing instances of how influence was used to turn people away from God. Yeah. So yeah, and the Bible just documents it, and, and it ends with um. Ah, Finehas and uh, Cosby and, you know, Moskva through the homie and Cosby. Mm. A very sad story. Yeah. But let me ask you, I mean, so, you know, it's because we are more likely to come across situations telling us not to be influenced. But do you see any instances in scripture of someone using their influence for 
perhaps this advancement of the gospel in the New Testament, maybe, I mean, or even think, the Old yeah, Testament. I think of Paul, um, which is just mm-hmm. around where I am currently in my in my religion. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. many times you say, you know, look at my life or how I did this, or do you remember when I was among yeah. you? Um, I did mm. not, you know, put my my own needs um, over you. Right. You know, like I worked and, you know, for my own upkeep or whatever. Um, mm. And just for example for, hey, this is, that was influence in some way. Um, and yeah. good influence that showing us, oh, look, look at me as an example, you know, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Um, as, mm. you know, positive pressure. Paul uh, is not my key yeah. in the sense of the word. Um, so <laughs> I'll just keep the pressure part. Um, so yeah, yeah that's one, that's, you know, some of the areas that come to mind. Mm. Okay. okay. I, and I mean, I definitely, definitely, uh, just thinking about how perhaps, um, Peter may have been influenced by how Jesus lived his life until the very end. Because we, we hear these, uh, the story of how he was crucified upside down. And I don't want to try to imagine how that conversation went, but I can only imagine that at that particular point, he was remembering how Jesus went through his own time of death and how yeah. that influenced maybe how Peter, um, conducted himself in his final moments. Mm. So, um, and I, mean, I, I know we could continue to just check out the Bible to see more senses of this. Yeah, but... I mean, you've triggered one more uh, in my head now that you oh, mentioned please. Peter. Yeah. And this, this mm-hmm. case in Galatians where Paul is calling out Peter for, you know, stopping mm-hmm. to eat with the Gentiles. So Peter was with the Gentiles and he was fine eating with them. Gentiles are basically people who are not mm-hmm. Jews. Um, yeah. And, you know, to know more about that, just check out uh, the show notes. We'll have, we'll have uh, yeah. these links there. Uh, anyway, so he was eating yeah. with them and then some Jews show up and Peter himself is a Jew. So the Jews show yeah. up and uh, he stops eating with the Gentiles because of what the Jews would think, you know, because they're, they're not supposed to, you right. know, mix. Um, yeah. And eating with them, you know, was frowned upon previously. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. he, he, he switched. Um, and he caused whoever yeah. Jews were living there among the Gentiles to switch with him now back to only eating yeah. with, the, with the Jews. And Paul is like, yo, you're like almost undoing what we are, what we are teaching, you know. You're yeah. basically that phrase of, you know, drinking water and drinking wine. Um, yeah. But in this case, it was eating in both cases. That's who he was eating with. <laughs> um, and so, you know, because yeah. of pressure, because of the influence he had and what he thought people would think. Um, and the opinions, mm. you know, it, it sounds like that adolescence identity thing. Um, yeah. I think the lesson there is that, you know, we can also call each other out. Um, yeah, mm. pressure is not something you have to fight alone. Um, those around yeah. you, friends around can actually help you, you know, not succumb yeah. to, to negative pressure or things that you don't want to do. Um, but also to go ahead and to push you towards things that you may be hesitant, but you know are good things. Um, to do. So anyway, it just reminded me of that when you talked about Peter. Happy to remind you of scripture any day. Any hey, time. hey, get yourself some friends like TK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like TK, no, not TK. TK is taken. Um, like TK, don't <laughs> I Yeah. Very well noted. Um, but just, just perhaps, I think an interesting point to to leave to to end this conversation for today would be just thinking about how. 
though it often seems like we are being influenced, we also need to remember that we have an influence. So maybe take a moment and think how has how what have you done with your influence? Think mm-hmm. about the times when you have you have pressured others. I'm thinking of my two examples of you know causing everyone to jump from the boat into the ocean, mm-hmm. though it was shallow, so like it was not dangerous, but still. Or now with a more dangerous one where my friend and I touched an electric fence, hoping and assuming that. Mm-hmm. Just thinking about what what influence do you have and how can you use it for good. Um, especially since the Bible does encourage us to adapt, since we've seen what happens when. You, conform and doesn't end mm. uh, nicely for yeah. you. Mm. Cool. Any last thoughts or words on that? None for me. Oh, and none for me. It was a pleasure uh, doing this episode. I hope you don't feel peer pressured into ending it right now. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. Sorry. Uh, audience, I hope you've enjoyed a slightly longer episode. Mm. You always enjoy doing those. Yeah. And, you know, here we are. So see you guys. We hope to hear from you and the whole English debacle of we hope to be heard from you know you know the thing. You know the thing. You know the thing, you know the drill. <laughs> yeah, you know the drill. Yeah, we are pressuring you into emailing us and sending us an anchor message. Yeah. Voice no a voice message for sure. Yeah. Hi, Kabisa. Kabisa Right. Um from the three guys who love Jesus and good conversation. Goodbye.